Hello and welcome back to Media Memoirs. This is episode eight, would you believe? Would you believe we've been doing this for a you know, almost two years, and we're finally on episode eight. No, we only started last year. Just a little joke about how often we upload podcasts. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed <laughs> that. Oh, oh God. God. This one and then. Yes. little uh, <laughs> pity <laughs> laugh. <laughs> uh, that's it. I had my vaccine earlier, people, so I may be falling asleep. I think that's what it was. <laughs> that's what you can yeah, blame I'll it on. Blame it on the vaccine. Yeah, vaccine jab. Yeah. <laughs> Joining me today, as always, are Sam, Ben, and Jane Mo. Wait, no, I've said your real names. Whoa! <laughs> I mean, we don't oh call each God. other by our by our. You're crossing the line. Handles, do we? Really, no. we just call each other no. our yeah. names. So yeah, that's yeah, I guess our names are, are, are yeah. going to go with. That's so what they're yeah, there for, isn't it? That's why we've got names. <laughs> we've got our names. Twitter personalities are our alter egos. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. So, what have we been up to since uh, whenever we did the last one? When, when, when <laughs> did we do the last one? I guess just before one, just before Wonder Vision finished. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when Wonder Vision finished. It's so. been working. Um, I mean, turning into a lizard person. <laughs> um, I have five G in my brain now. Um, <laughs> having a good time. Bill Gates should be president. By the way. Okay, twenty twenty, whatever. <laughs> just uh, downloading extra copies of Windows. <laughs> Every time you go into a technology shop, it's just like, I need Windows ten. Uh, vaccine jokes. Uh, welcome, yes, to this uh, entertainment podcast that we do, and definitely never talk about the real uh, world, which you're trying to escape from. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. everyone's good. Okay. And yes. safe. And, um, Hold up. New. We can mark me and Sam as being safe because we've both had vaccines. So Yeah, only yeah we're going to have to lock, uh... isolate you guys for a bit yeah. longer. <laughs> yeah. It'll be soon enough, hopefully. Hopefully. But yes, this time, um, you know, in the past, we've always kind of forced you to listen to our music choices. Um, but uh, now you get the choice. Because um, Universal Music Group don't like me putting songs in the podcast, they get very upset, and I'm I'm, I'm flattered that they've listened. Wow. I really am. That's but, big. Uh, so, We've uh... been noticed. Do you know what? I wondered wow. how long it would take for this to happen. Only been ten years. <laughs> we made it like we made it ten years. <laughs> we're finally big enough. Yeah. And then they were just like, "We got him, boys." <laughs> So yes, there's a playlist on um, Spotify and on Apple Music and any other devices. Well, no, just those two. No, that's not right. But, is it? Uh, that's a lie. <laughs> those two, but you can access Spotify on other devices. So <laughs> the Frost Media Music Choices playlist, where we will add our music choices for you to listen to. Okay. Awesome. You, 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 yeah. You're clear with that, listeners. Oh, sorry. Because they better fucking be. Uh, <laughs> Having said that, I've listened to a playlist already because there's already three tracks on the playlist, so I've listened to it already. There is indeed. There is. There's some from Audio Fire there. What Audio Fire's back? Wow! Whoa! Crazy. <laughs> and yeah, obviously, uh, you can also listen to our many other podcasts, Audio Fire. Well, two other podcasts, Audio Fire and New Bricking It, which is about Lego, and it features Jamo here and James from Audio Fire. 
which is on its separate separate little feed. So uh, go and subscribe yeah. to that. We like to confuse Will, so we put JMO and James together. So when Will's talking on yeah. a podcast, <laughs> JMO, two. James, James, JMO, who am I talking to now? <laughs> <laughs> They've both got very distinct voices, though, so it's okay. You'll know who you're listening to, even if I don't, because I'm not listening. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Media Memoirs number eight. Wait, Whoa, no title music. There's no title music. We're just going straight into it. Oh, oh god. I was sitting there waiting for like the old the old pause for the old title music. Yeah, no, that's I guess it. That's, that's copyright now as well. So that's gone. I mean it's always been copyright. Yeah. But uh, Sam is working on a new some new title music. Nice. That's good. With that's good. Like music music programs. Yeah. <laughs> but what if she turns around and's like I'm going to copyright this Hold shit. Yes. Hold oh on. my you god! I know you can get. You pay for this. Universal Music Group. Look what they're doing again. Yeah. <laughs> get <them on> Spotify. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make you pay for some some shit little tune. I'm going to just throw together. Yep. <laughs> Ten cents a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd go for twenty cents. You know, double it. You know, just to get some more out of Will. Fuck yeah! yeah I need to know my worth. <laughs> 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 okay. ah, so look forward to that i'm good sorry <laughs> i almost fell out of my chair i'm fine everything's good well, that's, that's a classic that's a that's a classic that's a classic classic classic. Classic. just doing a yeah yeah oh chapo oh chapo yeah poor chapo uh, breaking yeah. his chair <laughs> oh dear! Here we go. I haven't thought about that. Really. Oh no! What have I done? Media memoirs <laughs> becomes media memories at the moment. <laughs> oh, that was nice, Jamo. Oh, 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 that was so quick. That was smooth. That was quick. That was. I'm afraid snappy. that'll cost you twenty cents. So we'll. I'm copywriting it. Oh my god! Copyright <laughs> oh, that phrase. We are we are on fucking fire today. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna can only go downhill from here. Yeah, we can only go start downhill a comedy from here. podcast. I think that'd be fun. Well, we were talking about doing a uh, a murder mystery on, weren't we? Oh yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. The, I haven't wrote. We should totally no. still do that. Should. Yeah, that would be amazing. See, like, guys, I have a really bad thing at getting um really motivated to do something, and uh, I'm quick to like drop hobbies and tasks because I got like ADD. So my bad. We'll do it though. Yes. We're doing it in time for Halloween. The frost. Get murders. one sorted for Halloween. We can yeah. do this. There's there's plenty of time. There's yeah. plenty of time. Yeah. I think it'd be fun because I've been listening to like no sleep podcasts where they just read scary stories. And uh I think I could throw together some scary stories for each of us to read. Scary stories. Scary. Oh, please <laughs> you like that, mate? You like that? I don't like it when you do that, mate. No, you don't, do you? Oh. <laughs> uh, start talking about worms. Worms. I'll start saying moist chunks. Oh, Slippery. Moist. Slippery chunks. Anyway, anyway. talking about, uh, talking about uh, you know, I had a really good segue, and now it's been so long that I've forgotten about it because uh, Jamie ben... had a much better segue. <laughs> ben Ben said something about like, oh, people, people, people won't care about it, and I was like, ah, oh, talking about things people don't care about. Ben's go first. Oh, oh wow! That would have that would have oh, that would have. I could just storm off, couldn't I? He's got <laughs> he could. with that one. That Jesus, be... that could be drama, <laughs> couldn't it? <laughs> 
God, there's so many there's so, there's so many things we could do i mean god just think youtube video with all four of us staring solemnly yeah. at the camera title is we apologize <laughs> yeah yeah we're apo- anyway. we apologizing for seven podcasts or eight podcasts <laughs> just okay, 10, 10 years, years of them, yeah that works yeah. <laughs> what's that like 12 <laughs> yeah. 12 and a half because Will's, Will's <laughs> done a couple of mid ones as well oh yeah I've done some some great work I mean, who remembers the uh, triumph that was 6 podcasting I bet all of you do I bet all of you do Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay, Ben, time to go first. Hello. Hello. It's me. What have you been uh, watching? Oh, well, I tell you what. To... I've been I have been doing lots of media. Have you and been these are consuming? my memoirs. <laughs> You've been consuming. Yes. <laughs> I, I I've been waiting for, for for months now to tell you about these these memoirs of mine. Um <laughs> The carrier pigeon has finally arrived. Yes, it has. It has. Um, I've just got like uh, a few sort of things to talk about today. Okay. Um, a couple of Netflix movies, although I don't know if one isn't a Netflix movie or not, but it was on Ben's, Netflix. Ben's just so out of it. He don't even, even fucking know where he's watching. I don't things. even fucking know. <laughs> you know yeah. I don't even fucking know. Um, but I was, I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to start off with a game. Um, and yet again, I've gone and got bloody Game Pass for a quid, you know, because how oh, many times, yay! how many times can they do this to me? Exactly. How many times are they going to do this to me and let me have this for a quid? Like, I don't know. It's just how many times are this ridiculous? I mean, of course them? I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. But, um, and I like to do this every now and then because it sort of lets me play games that I would just never buy. Um, and one of the games that I remember when it was announced, it wasn't that long ago. Um, I remember thinking that it was quite an interesting concept. So I've been playing, I don't know if you guys remember this, it's The Medium. Do you remember this game? Oh, I've been meaning to play that. Well, the Medium, that really recently released game. Yes. It just recently came out. Do we remember that recently released game? Yes. Do you? Yes. I, I don't know when it came out. <laughs> do you remember this yeah, being announced? That's what I mean. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we know what you meant. We'll just, yeah. you know. I'll just, just be like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, The Medium. Um, for those who don't remember or even know, it's this dark sort of psychological horror game but it's more it's more like that it has like themes of this like i actually didn't find it that scary um but it has a lot of of these sort of psychological themes and and it's 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 one of these games that has this they like they liked to uh uh go on about this that they've patented this dual reality gameplay where you can play you know in it's like it's a split screen and you're playing in two different realities at the same time um and actually it's it's a cool concept because it sort of allows for these really interesting storytelling moments where um in the material, because I mean, if, again, if people don't know, so this is obviously about a medium, um, a woman who has these powers that can speak with uh, spirits, and she can sort of see into the 
the spirit world. And that's what this dual reality gameplay is, where you'll get these moments where you um <laughs> she sort of has a bit of a headache and she starts screaming and then all of a sudden bam you're in this dual reality moment and you're sort of playing in two different realities at the same time um and the game basically is about this woman marianne who um has these abilities and she's a she's an orphan she doesn't know how she got them and it's all about sort of discovering who she is how she got the powers and whatever she gets this phone call one day and she goes off to this um uh this polish resort um this sort of dilapidated old uh resort from like the 1970s or something and what is immediately apparent is how much this feels like silent hill because the game um not only has um i, I hope i'm saying this right akira Yamalko. Um, he was the composer of all of the Silent Hill games. So you've already got this amazing soundtrack in the background that is so familiar. Um, but the game sort of starts off um, and you start off and she's she's actually been living in a uh, funeral home and she's been helping with that. Um, and she then gets this phone call. Someone basically tells her to come to this resort. And when you sort of turn up at this resort, it's like this misty very silent hill-esque sort of feel and the game also does that sort of uh camera work that silent hill games do mm. where it's fixed camera and it sort of follows the character and then switches to another character so and there's these really eerie moments where you're you might just be walking down a staircase and it sort of follows you down and turns around with you and it's just really eerie it's like someone's following you and there are these these creepy camera angles all the time going on it is so inspired by silent hill you can just tell that they love those games nice. I, I love the sound of this because i i've seen yeah. the trailer for this and i thought was this the one that was um was this the one that they announced as probably being the first like series s stroke series s game made for that there was one horror game that was i think they said was it might have been like because it wrote one on the Xbox yeah, it, One or something. Yeah, I mean it. I mean it is a bloody intensive game. Um, it's got all like on PC at least. It's got all the RTX and stuff. It's got everything. Um, and obviously with the dual reality gameplay, it is intensive on your machine. Like because it's like an old jet jet plane going off, does it? Yeah, I mean it is. <laughs> um, I have I have literally built a new new PC. It's, it is pretty damn powerful but this game like oof you sort of and it's, <laughs> and it's their own fault really because they are rendering two um two, basically two games at some points you yeah, know and it's time. and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna hit the performance but it is a really really pretty game and obviously the rtx is amazing it looks absolutely incredible yeah it's a it, it's it's definitely a I recommend if you're into those sort of games where they're very Silent Hill like, but they're it's a bit more of a interactive story than a game. I guess that's probably the biggest criticism I have for it is that the gameplay is like it's just stuff that takes no effort on your part. You're not really playing; you're just sort of interacting with things and progressing so the story. So it's like um, Man um, and Madame. 
that type of thing. Yeah, uh, kind of, kind of like that. Um, you are, yeah, that is that, is, and and obviously uh, until dawn. Yeah, it's it's a little bit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's okay sometimes because when you know when you've got a game like this that doesn't necessarily have a big gameplay uh, loop that that grips the player, you need to have a good story, and that's what this game does actually have. It has a really really good story, really good characters, really good voice acting, um, some really creepy moments, an incredible world that they created in the spirit world. Um, again, that feels very Silent Hill like when when they go to the altar alternate dimension in Silent Hill it feels like that as well um and it's it's it is just that gameplay that is the only thing that holds it back and it's not a very long game either I think it's only about six or eight hours hours long so it's it's one that you could sort of you know whack out in a in a in a, in a, in a few days um but it's sort of it's just it's just a really interesting story it's it's it tackles some deep subjects um which might um upset a few people um so you sort of have to go into it um accepting that there might be some some quite heavy themes um but it's it's a it's a it handles it really well actually and the way that this story develops um is actually very satisfying and and the dual reality stuff really helps the story sometimes really develop in really interesting ways it's really interesting seeing the main character interact with some of these spirits um, and you're still seeing her in the material world. And she's still like, she's like standing there talking to herself, but she's still interacting with the, with the spirit in the other um, mm. world as well. And it sort of, it allows them to show both characters as well, like their, their perspectives in each, in each world. So sometimes you so say in the spirit world, if she's still talking to one of the spirits, you know, you can also see, let's say that the spirit is on the screen at the bottom, but she's on the screen at the top and it allows some interesting sort of camera work to go on to allow to, to develop conversations. And that was something that I really enjoyed about this character. The main character is that um, how she reacts to the spirits, because um, the game obviously sets it up. Like we know that she's, she's grown up as a, fo uh, in a foster home and she's um, been adopted and she's grown up in a, a funeral home. So she's also been exposed to a lot of spirits over the years. Um, and the first couple of times that she interacts with the spirits, she, it sort of took me back a bit how sort of blase she is and how like she just talks to them like they're normal people. And you're sort of, you're seeing this, like there's one character in particular, like the second character she talks to that is very creepy and, and it's a very, um, like a really important character in the story um and she's so creepy and it's like oh god it's like horrible to look at but she's just standing there like joking around with it and she's like really just you know you sort of it allow it actually sort of brings this sort of character development that's like oh yeah of course of course she would be like this she's lived her whole life with these powers she would talk to these people like they're normal people and i really liked that it sort of allowed the character to really develop in an interesting way um but overall i would say it's it's one of those that it's it's definitely worth a go if you're into this sort of stuff if you really enjoyed the silent hill games you'll get something out of this i, I really think you will um definitely one of those that you should probably just check out on game pass i, I mean you know replayability wise I don't know. You know, it's it's a great story that I would probably want to maybe witness yeah. one more time. 
I don't Does know. it branch out? But, Are there alternative um, endings, or is it just the same ending all the time? Um, it's the same ending. It's a really interesting ending as well. Um, it's definitely left it open to maybe have some more games in this series, and it's a an ending that I I actually I actually finished it this morning, um, and and it was one of those endings like. It was it was kind of like a cliff not a cliffhanger but it was like oh no what let me know what let me let me know what what happened yeah. you know sort of like uh, if you remember like uh, the ending of like uh, yeah. Inception where the uh, the top the the spinning top is going and it just sort of cuts out and it's like oh no it's it's kind of like that like what what happened um, but yeah it's 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 it was a big surprise and and like I said you know this isn't the sort of game that I would probably play. Normally, if I wasn't using Game Pass, and it's definitely worth a go. If, definitely, if you're into Silent Hill games, because I got real enjoyment out of the soundtrack, the camera work, and the feel of the world. That was the most impressive stuff about about what they made. But a few little niggly things with like the actual performance of the game, and I think that's gameplay, uh, I, but, yeah. I think I think that's um, I think a lot of uh, Game Pass Microsoft games don't run particularly. good excellently on pc like no. Forza horizon as well as a bit looks uh, really? worse. it looks worse I'm on pc than it does on console because uh... i thought the pc would be i thought because the power as well i thought that would be ideal for it's, it. just, it's not just about that though it's, it's about like, like the optimization yeah the yeah. optimization yeah. like obviously they don't really i mean they want pc gamers obviously to be able to play the games but do they really want them to look better on, on PC than they do no, on No, I suppose Xbox? not. That's the selling probably, point. Probably the selling right. point of Game Pass is it's it's for the Xbox with the PC as um an extra, an added yeah. benefit, more like. Um, yeah. yeah. Going back to one other thing you said uh, uh, about the game, but I think it's important that we that we that we kind of don't expect every game to be replayable. No, you know? of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like I think a lot of games now. Are stunted by that expectation from a lot of players that uh, there should be multiple different ways to try things out, and you know you can go back and play it again and, and have a totally different experience. I mean, guys, you know we need to have more of an attention span than like not just gonna be like you know just just get involved in this little bit of media for a, a minute and yeah. then you know I absolutely yeah. I absolutely agree with you because you need to that that that's you know it's one of those things that you have to sort of say because some people. That, that's that's a big deal for some people you know but yeah, i'm with yeah. you i am 100 with you on this like that that won't ever like make me think of the game any less that there isn't probably any replay value to it because i i really enjoyed the time that i spent with it even if it was only six or eight hours and it's about this it was it, you know and when you have games that have a strong story like this it it stays with you anyway and it's 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 not a big issue. You're no, you're absolutely right. We do we do need to accept that there are games out there that, you know, you can still enjoy without having to play it over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, that game nice. has been on my like playlist. I just haven't got around to it yet. But yeah, it's glad it's, to hear that it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, really good. And it's I don't think it's too scary either. I think it's more horror themed than like full Would on you say horror. Psychological. Yeah. yeah, it's all psychological stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's all psychological horror themes, and it's and it's all about what happened at this um, this resort that she goes to, and how that links with her, and and uh, the stuff that happens in her life, and it's really interesting, and it, and it helps to have a really really interesting cast of of characters that 
I enjoyed all of them. It was really great. Definitely worth a go if you like yeah. those. Games. And it's on it's on it's on Game right. Pass and pretty much Xbox it's on Game Pass. As well. Yep. Oh no, it is on Game Pass. Next, so it's yep. I don't think it works on next. Yeah. Okay, so uh, just a couple of th- films now that I just want to talk about quite quickly. Um, a couple of films, a couple of films coming up. A couple of there. films, a couple of films. Netflix, there's a Netflix film, a new Netflix film um, called Stowaway, oh. which I watched. Um, I want to see this. This is the one, yeah, this is the one with Anna Kendrick. Um, and there's only three other people in the cast. Um Daniel Day Kim, which people would probably recognise from Lost, um, a guy called Shamir Anderson, and Tony Collette, if you remember her in Knives Out and Hereditary, if you've seen that. Um, yeah, Hereditary. Uh, well, have you seen oh Hereditary? Oh, my God, that film. Yeah, I made him watch it with me. Yeah, we, we, yeah. Nice. Which, one, which one's that? That's the one with, like... Oh, the yeah. cult. Yeah, the end. yeah like, I didn't enjoy it's a that really very much. Horrible, horrible, the mood of the film all the way um, through that it's got a horrible mood to it. Yeah, yeah. What's, um, what's the what's the other film? What's the other? What's the one after that? Um, the one where they're all outside. Midsummer. <laughs> oh, Midsummer. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. That one. I, I like that one. That I one like yet. Midsummer. Oh, yeah, that's that one. So Midsummer's brilliant. That's that's my favorite horror. I've movie. heard that's similar in terms of. Just fucking. It messes weird. with your head. I think it's the same um, director. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, this, on the other hand, is not mm. like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it only has Tony Collette in it, um, and it's basically another one of these uh, space style uh, films. Um, it's a space mission to Mars, and these three people have to uh I, I can't remember what it is that they're doing but they're 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 going to mars to do experiments and stuff and i think there's already a colony on mars so it's sort of quite far in the future and as the movie suggests it's not a spoiler because it's called stowaway there is a stowaway on board and the film is basically how they survive um with this extra person on board um because obviously they wouldn't have the resources and everything to have a fourth person on board um it's definitely a lower budget movie you can tell it's a netflix movie but it's actually done very well um it's got some really impressive visuals um and we are getting a lot of these films now though this is the only thing i would say is that and it's nothing to do with the film's fault this isn't this isn't the film's fault i should say um we are just sort of getting so many of these space films. You know, we've got Gravity, The Martian, Midnight Sky, Ad Astra, even going back a bit to like Passengers and stuff. There's a lot of films now that are kind of like this visually and and um, these space films. So whilst I still enjoyed this, like I don't know how many more of these styles of film I'll enjoy because they're sort of, it's hard to get a different idea in there. And I think having the stowaway idea is is a bit different. It is a little bit different. Um, they're all great in it. All the cast are great in it, especially Anna Kendrick. She's really, um, really great. Um, it's a, it's a two-hour film, but it goes quite quickly. Um, and so quickly that, unfortunately, it actually kind of ends quite abruptly. Um I remember the credit end credits coming up and then thinking, wait, what? That was the end. Did they run out of money? Oh. <laughs> they, I don't know if they ran out of money or it was 
whilst I enjoyed the whole story and the um, uh, the uh, what's the word like relationships with that some of the characters some of the characters had, um, unfortunately, the ending sort of just took me off guard, and I was like, "Oh, is that it?" Sort yeah. of thing. Like it just sort of ended, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I guess we have to sort of put the pieces of the puzzle together in our head of what we assume then happened, um, which is a, a bit of a shame, but I think the overall journey towards that point is, is good. And, and, and I, and I get what they were doing. And I, and I understand it's obviously very difficult to talk about without spoiling anything. So I, but I can just sort of, I can understand what, what sort of, uh, story arc they were trying to tell so definitely worth a watch if you're into those like gravity and um if you enjoyed the uh the midnight sky which was that yeah another netflix film which was great as well i really really enjoyed that uh, the george clooney one i think oh yeah oh good. yeah we watched that that was terrible <laughs> what are you talking about did you not enjoy that that was so annoying that movie oh <sighs> i just Finished watching it and I was like, wow, I just wasted two hours of my life. Was it the plot or was it just the... It's just that nothing fucking happens in that movie. What did you want no, to happen? I don't know, more. You wanted something. more action? Well, there was plenty of action, but it was just stupid action. Like, oh, we're out here singing and all the things just going to come at us. And, oh, we got to try, you know, get, get, we got to talk to George Clooney on the planet. Oh, fuck off. Oh, I thought it was quite good, mate. No, it wasn't. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I tell you what is bad is this next film I want to talk about. And I'm. Tr- I Please want don't to, be what I think it is, because um, if you've just if you've got the same film I've got, <laughs> me and you could be on totally opposites. Go oh, on. No. Oh, when God. did it come That's out? Did it come fun. out a couple of weeks ago? I don't know. It was a 2020 film. Okay. Okay. Go on. Okay. Go on. Oh, I'm, no, I'm go nervous. on. Let's see. I'm so nervous. Bad. Okay. It's yeah. Netflix. It was on Netflix. Go on. Oh boy. Okay. Okay, I, I want to yeah, try and I've, I've come on here as a pub as a public yeah. servant. Okay, I need to avoid have people avoid this film like the plague. Okay, I've come. I'm coming on here to help. Oh wait, you I know. Did, just avoid it. Did I, really did I um, post it in the Discord chat last week? No, oh, we're safe then. It's fine. We're safe. Okay, oh, yeah. Mark's safe. I think. I don't know. I don't what know. What is it, Ben? What is um, it? Okay, I just want people to not fall into the same trap that I did. So we were. This was last night that me and my dad watched this, and we were we were scrolling through Netflix, um, looking for something to watch, just something you know easy to watch. Um, and we were looking at the top ten trending, and this was number five. And we thought, oh, here we go. There's a new Bruce Willis oh, you're film. Safe. It's definitely not the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, look, there's a new Bruce Willis film. Well, we'll watch that. This film is called Anti-Life or Breach in the US. It's one of those where I think there was a film called Breach in the UK before, so it's called Anti-Life. But anyway, it's a, it's a Bruce Willis film. We saw it on Netflix. We thought, oh, great. And um, it's a sci-fi movie, and it's about... Um, it's about uh the the earth is is doomed there's 19 billion people on earth there's overpopulation they have to leave leave earth um leave 19 billion people behind and 300,000 are 
taking off on these ships. And that's how it starts. And uh, our main character gets on the ship. And uh, there's and then the, the 300,000 people, for some reason, have to uh, enter cryogenic freeze. Uh, but some, but the rest of the cast don't have to, for some reason. Um, and I knew I was in for a, a ride, you could say. Uh, when they walked into this uh, this uh, cryo ma- this massive cryogenic freezing chamber, and uh, you could quite clearly see it was a painting, <laughs> and not special effects. Oh, no. oh my god! Um, and yeah, uh, this <laughs> is the most low budget, corny, cheap one liners, terrible special effects movie. I think I've ever seen. Okay, <laughs> the acting is wooden. the The set design, literally, right? I, I've mentioned this this paper fucking uh, background that these two characters are walking towards. Oh my god! They're, the whole movie, they're just going around these same corridors that all look the same. Which they've, it's probably the same set. It's just a square that they just keep walking around and around and around and around. It's got about a million plot holes. Like, like I'm just one of them, this bloody whole thing of like, why did three, these 300,000 people have to go into cryogenic sleep and the rest you didn't have to? Okay, whatever. I guess I can go over that. But there's just, it's just plot hole after plot hole after plot hole. It's, it's a ripoff. And basically, I, I'm going to tell you what happens in it because you should not oh, watch it. Wait a minute, Ben. Um, ben, <laughs> guess what this sounds like? This sounds exactly the same plot line to Outwiders. It's the same setup. It's the same setup <laughs> to Outwiders. And basically, right? Basically, there there is this rogue group on on Earth that don't want these uh, these people to to be saved. They think that humanity should be destroyed for some reason. They don't explain why, but they do. So they put a parasite on board. They put a parasite <laughs> on the ship. Um, which they got from some planet, which they didn't explain how they got it, but they got it and they put it on board. And uh, there's a parasite on board, and it just sort of becomes this this ripoff of of a zombie movie slashed with Alien and Stranger Things, and it's just the worst film. I cannot stress. I like was Bruce Willis this strapped for cash that he had to come and <laughs> do this film? I think he's got a divorce but, to pay for still. Was, <laughs> oh my god i mean he has gone down so far in my estimations of what like, like i just i just don't get it like it was low budget I, I mean i can see why they fucking spent most of the money hiring him i reckon like, i think what? i've seen the trailer for this actually i think uh oh. i think i've seen the trailer do you know what <laughs> do you know what though i say don't watch it but actually you probably should watch it because it is laughable. Like, it is hilarious. Like, if you want to watch a movie just to experience it because it's shit and it's the most low budget <laughs> thing, oh my God. And they get, and of course, they get to the planet at the end, right? The, 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 everybody fucking dies apart from the main character and his wife that he keeps going on about. And, his, and they get on this, and they, they, they get on this planet at the end. And of course, the parasites are already on the planet. Oh, oh no. And there's this giant ape. Honestly, honestly, you can make stuff up. There is this giant parasite that looks like King Kong. Honestly, this is 100 true. There's this giant thing, right? And this whole time they've been they've been burning them. They've been burning the zombie parasite things with moonshine, right? 
<laughs> with these flamethrowers, right? And he turns up at the end, and then they turn up at the end of this fucking planet, which all they did was they were just walking through a forest, right? Which you could quite clearly see was still Earth, right? But like, oh my god. And then they've just got this blue tint going on to try and make it look like a different planet. And at the end, this main character, his wife turns to him and she says, what should we do? What should we do? And he goes, burn them all. And he just starts fucking <laughs> firing up his thing. And it's just like, you cannot be serious. That is the last. Oh, <laughs> it was a journey. Honestly, it was, the, it was the funniest thing I think I've watched in a while, but in a depressing way because it was so bad. <laughs> and, I, and I finished watching it thinking, hold on a minute, like, surely this is like, they're just trying to be satirical. They're trying to, this is like a Starship Troopers sort of thing. But no, it was, they were literally taking themselves seriously. And it is an embarrassment of a movie. Honestly, it is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it is one of the worst films I have seen in a long, long time. And I just cannot believe, I cannot believe that Bruce Willis signed up for it. That's the, it's just like he's so out of place and his acting is terrible as well. He probably thought, oh, God, I'm only doing this for the money. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, it, it kind of makes Alien versus Predator Requiem sound like an Oscar winner, by the way you're describing it. Oh, uh, 100%. Yeah, I'd rather watch that. Honestly, <laughs> it is hilarious. It is hilariously bad. Like, I, I, I think, like, you would love this film. <laughs> Yeah, oh no, I have every faith that Will 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 also think it's a bad film, but I think he'll just get fuck, so many laughs out of it like I, I did. Do, I do enjoy like the yeah. they don't even no, make them like that anymore, you know. Oh, they movies. really don't. There's a reason. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, that's that's all I've got to say about that. Lock, but lockdown wow, movie filming, a... eh? <sighs> yeah. We got pulled in. That's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to say. Because that's that's obviously why it was in the top five trending on Netflix. Because everyone with it had exactly the same thing. They were like, "Oh, look, it's a new Bruce Willis movie. Let's watch that." My God, what a load of tripe! <laughs> we should watch it. We should do a uh, critique. Oh, yes, oh, that'd be great. Why don't we do one like <laughs> like when oh. we did the Alien thing, where we did the um oh with the we watched the film together. And we talked through the film. Remember, we should yeah. do that with it. Yeah, yeah critique, it was critique. critique. Yeah. critique yeah. That's the yeah. that's the point five I was talking oh. about earlier. The twelve, twelve, and that was the point <laughs> five episode. Yeah, we should oh. do it. God. We interrupt your regular bro broadcasting to tell you that uh, Sam's neighbor's <gasps> cat has escaped. Oh, God. <laughs> what happens, right? Sam's neighbor lives above. Okay, and she uh, lets her cat out on the uh, the balcony. <laughs> And I guess the cat just uh, jumps down. As a, as a cat does. As a cat will indeed do. You're joking. And then Sam Sam goes and rescues it. And uh, it doesn't like Sam's cats. So she has to put him in the bathroom oh, <laughs> until until a neighbour gets back. Oh, my God. That sounds that sounds crazy. Although we've got a cat in the cat in the flat below us. So same thing. They The cat doesn't. Obviously, it's a house cat. But the same thing, if it escapes, it yes. escapes. It goes out the window. It finds a way out. So, uh, Ben, what's your song? Oh, my song. Yes. Churches released a new single. I was so excited. I told you how much I've got into Churches recently. Not even recently, it's probably the past year. So, 
Um, it's called He Said, She Said. It is a great single. Can't wait for the album. Nice. And if you'd like to listen to it, pop on over to the playlist. Nice. Nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, J-Mo. J-Mo. Yes! Oh! And I'm here. That was a nice introduction. I'm just so glad you weren't. I'm so glad you weren't about to just like say how much you loved Angelina. I almost, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I was generally terrified. But I think that strikes fear into me at the moment, which I wouldn't say is Netflix new film on Netflix top ten. It does strike <laughs> the fear into me because you don't know what people are what. People yeah. can make anything top yeah. ten on Netflix. You know, there's some series that I've started to watch on Netflix, and you're thinking, yeah, this is a bit bad. But then there's that happens yeah. with all the streaming services, but obviously with like Disney and Amazon Prime, you don't really have a top ten in there, you know. Whereas Amazon, Netflix, yeah, you just have the you have the ratings, don't you? And it's like you can usually not ju- um, trust them either because <laughs> what was it like? It was a film like uh, I think it was Amazon Prime, and it was twenty twelve. I think it was like four and a half stars, and I was like. Nah. <laughs> Can't trust that, can you? Can't trust that. It's like going on Amazon and yeah. reading the reviews. You don't. If you're looking yeah. at a TV, don't go by the reviews on Amazon because most of them are books that have added a five star to a rubbish yeah. TV. This is the greatest TV I've ever owned. I really like my new TV. It it has a big screen and I can play video games on it. That's pretty much. I highly recommend this TV. My favourite ones are like, I haven't received it yet, but it was such a great price. Thanks, Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few of those like, I haven't received it. I haven't got it yet, but I reckon it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, and Lord it's made help. like, they've got a new name for it. It's like an abbreviation of Sony. It's called Pony instead, and it's five stars. Or instead of LG, <laughs> they've got a SG yeah. or something like that. It's very funny. So anyway, let's... No, I'm here. I'm gone. I'm just (laughs) keeping up to date. There you go. So, I'm well, actually, Animals is pretty decent because Animals and Netflix brings us on to pretty much I'll go film first because the one thing is I said about the top ten on Netflix and it strikes fear into your heart sometimes, as we've just heard, right? But sometimes there's odd films on Netflix that come onto there that are absolute gems, and this one, I think it came out last October in America on the Netflix. It was going to be on at the cinemas, but obviously because of the pandemic, it wasn't on the cinemas. It's um, called Love and Monsters. And it. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is. It completely caught me by surprise. So, firstly, it stars Dylan O'Brien, who, for anyone that doesn't know who he is, he is the one that got injured on the set of the third Maze Runner film. He is actually the main lead, or one of the main leads in the Maze Runner series. Um, but Love and Monsters is a completely new franchise. Um, it's a whole new setup, and it I don't think it comes from a book. I think it's an original idea, which in these days of everyone copying each other's ideas, God, it's yeah. actually quite nice. It is thing. a rare thing, and it's got... Instead, we're not using zombies. We're using monsters now, and I quite that feels quite refreshing. I've seen Maze Runner 
had some really good monsters in it. And, you know, monsters that weren't shit when you actually got the reveal of them, they do look quite scary. The thing with Love and Monsters, so basically the start of the film, there was an asteroid heading to Earth and we blew up the asteroid with missiles. But what happened was all the chemicals that were on the missiles rained back down into Earth's atmosphere. So everybody thinks that they saved the Earth. And then what happens is the chemicals from the missiles rained onto Earth and made all the little bugs grow in size. So already it's it starts off like a proper monster movie, you know. But what yeah. happened is these monsters, they get bigger. Little fish turn into sharks, like goldfish turn into sharks. And you get this amazing animated scene at the beginning telling the story of what happened. And there's an amazing story about a kid with a goldfish um, being eaten. Um, but then the, what happens is they sort of, they have this massive, obviously, global pandemic because of these monsters that basically eat 95% of the population. Then we move forward about seven years on. You don't see anything, but it's at the start. So what it becomes is a post-apocalypse film about a survival in, on planet Earth with monsters just taking over. But it's not... It's done in a sort of 80s B-movie style, but it's very charming and warm. And it's not like a dark apocalypse. There's a lot of colour to the film. Um, They're all living in these underground vaults and bunkers. So initially, I thought it it reminded me a lot of um, Fallout at the start. So there's... there's links between the film to video games and stuff like that. Um, so the lead character, um, he's he's sort of basically, he's discovered that the love of his life before everything went to shit is in another bunker. So he <laughs> decides that he's going to trek across to the other bunker to see her and rescue her. Um, the f- the only problem is the trek is 85 miles and he's a bit of a wimp. Um, he freezes in front of these monsters and he can't fight them and he's not very good, basically. Um, there's a whole... But the way the... F- so then that's the crux of the story. He's got to go 85 miles across this apocalyptic land with monsters in it. And what happens is it's it turns into a coming-of-age film. Um, it's a really nice coming-of-age film, but then he's um, he, he basically, as he goes across t- to meet up with his love, hence the title Love and Monsters, he obviously encounters people. He encounters a really cool dog, which is the star of the show, and it's just a really, really good good fun family movie we've watched it three times now um yeah oh really really good it's got some really nice scenes so you i think the way that the film flows there's a good use of characters um it's people have said it's a bit like zombie land as well in the way that the comedy's there it's quite it's quite a fun apocalypse film even though 
the way the set, the, the way that the monsters are designed, there's some really clever monsters, and it's not green screen. So a lot of these monsters are done with animatronics and classic old school um, puppetry. Oh, that's nice. Um, there is yeah. some green yeah. screen in it, obviously, because the way the film is and some of the backgrounds and that, but it's the, the way that the monsters look, they look a lot more like proper monsters and they look, um, I'm trying to compare it. I like I say, I'll compare it to the way an eighties movies looks you know, or maybe even Jurassic Park, but obviously the monsters are nowhere near as impressive as the T-Rex. But there are some, <laughs> there's some impressive monsters and animatronics in it. And it's not just monsters as well. And there's stuff in it, which I'm not going to say, but it it falls back. There's scenes that remind me of the Fallout games in there. Um, also, I mentioned that it kind of looks a bit like monster. It's like a, a movie about monster hunting as well. So there's a link to monster hunter there, but also as he's going across the land, the kid is actually um, doing his own diary. So he's writing his own and drawing all the animals and monsters as he goes across the land. So he's building this diary, which is like a notebook on how to defeat the monsters and how to take them down. And it's just so nice I, as I say, I, I think you could definitely see where they're starting to build a um, a franchise out of this film because they have said there will be a sequel and it's been huge around the world um, since it came onto Netflix, I think, two, three weeks ago now. I can't think. Yeah, it's about two or three weeks ago it came onto Netflix. Um, but, yeah, I was really, really impressed with it. It's such a good fun movie you know because the other thing that strikes fear into heart when i'm looking at films now post-apocalyptic movies and you're yeah. just thinking i'm oh, not another one you know because they all follow like space passenger films they all follow the same tropes um but like i say this is a very bright it's a colorful it's fun um there are moments in it where there are some sad moments in it but because of the way the film goes and because of the characters the sad moments hit because you like the characters and because you're invested in the film um Mm. and michael rooker appears in it and he kind of does the woody holson role from Zombieland. he does the same thing as what woody holson did in that or was it bill murray i can't remember now no, Woody, Woody Halston was like yeah. the, the mentor yeah, so, guy and then Bill Murray. Yeah. So Michael Michael Rooker does a similar role. I haven't seen Zombieland for years, to be honest. So um Yeah, I'll never forget that fucking movie. That fucking the second clown, one. No, that clown coming under I didn't. The, 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 the second the one, I wasn't God. didn't enjoy yeah, the second one. I wasn't too bothered by the second one. I saw it came out and then mm. I was like, I'll I'll watch it when I feel like it. You know, and I like zombie stuff, but I suppose I've said many times the Walking Dead sort of does the zombie stuff better than any other stuff, um, and I've not really. I think it's kind of. Um, I mean, it might be out for a revival, that kind of genre now with that uh, Zack Snyder movie, but it kind of feels like a genre that's yeah, kind of had yeah, its the, uh, time. The uh, the one with uh, David Bautista, yeah, Bautista, yeah. he says, yeah, it's like the zombies are in yeah. Vegas or something, and they're doing a yeah. heist. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, but the zombies are 
yeah. clever. They they have a, a like tribal instinct yeah. sort, sort of thing. I, can't I may watch that. I may be surprised by it, but I'm sort of. It's certainly a yeah. different idea, yeah. isn't it? It's, but it seems a bit. It sounds silly. like Dead Rising, to be honest, and we've had that film yes. before. That, that is a very good comparison. Of, yeah, you know. But we'll wait and see. We'll see what it's like. But like I say, after watching Love and Monsters, I want more of this type of stuff. You know, and you see it, and it's quite heartwarming as well. And yeah, it's just done really well. Um, there's a quite a good soundtrack as well. So there's a couple of scenes where music plays a good part to it. Um, but yeah, I think it's talking about it without seeing it. If you watch the trailer for it, you'll see what I mean. But it's a very, you know, it's really well done. I've seen the trailer for it, and I think it uh, definitely benefited from not having a cinematic release. I don't think many people would have taken much notice of it, yeah. to be honest, if it if it had, had a big cinematic release going up against other other movies. But because Netflix, it's you know, yeah, Netflix, more people get to see it. You know, arguably. Arguably, you're going to get more people see that it's on there on Netflix than than you would in the cinema. Yeah, people are just glued to Netflix rather than yeah. you know. Well, this is like, I completely get that. You it would it would get lost. Yeah, in, uh, in a, get lost in, in it. This is I suppose this is the nice thing about Netflix. There's a there's a hidden gem in amongst every Bruce Willis film. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That you could you could have that. Oh, oh actually, God. I'll have twenty cents for that quote, please. Will <laughs> copyrighted? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the film thing, and I I wanted to mention Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we'll save it until everyone's seen it because um, I did watch the last episode, episode six the other night, um, but I won't go into that now. But I did enjoy it. Um, moving on, guess what, guys? It's finally happened. What I. Sleeping Dogs no, 2. Close, though. <laughs> close. Oh. I finally oh. played the first couple of hours of The Last of Us. I finally done it. I have finally started oh. The Last of Us. So, of course, you got PS3. Yeah, well, I bought. So, to all the listeners, yeah. I I want a PS5, and my main thing of having a PS5 was so I could go back and play some of these PlayStation exclusive games. But then, I kind of thought to myself, well. All the ones that I want to play are on the PS3. So why don't I just... You know, PS4, obviously, I want to play God, the God of War game and, and um, what's my call it, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. But I I thought that, well, why don't I just pick up a cheap second-hand PlayStation 3? So that's exactly what I did. I picked up a second-hand PlayStation 3 for £45, Picked up a copy of Last of Us for six quid, and away I go. And it's it was a slim version as well, so I was quite happy with that. And it's, I have been buying other games, but I am so pleased. Now all you need to do is get a PS2 and tape them together, <gasps> we, and then you'll have a PS5. Hey, guess what? We've got a PS2. That's I will max, buy that. that is. Yeah, we will do that. <laughs> yeah. And this... See, J-Mo, J-Mo, what, what I want to know, J-Mo, is if the PS3 is uh, red, but unfortunately the fence on the back are, uh, are black. <laughs> Do you know what, Will? I was sat here thinking that exact <laughs> oh, no. oh, God. Will anyone get that? I don't that know. A, that's a deep cut. That's a deep really? cut. anyone watch that? that? Mate, that video got, like, so many views back in the day. Back in before. the day. 
pre oh. pre this YouTube channel, pre, Will, pre Will did an year. unboxing of a red oh PS3. Oh my god, I remember! Yes! Yeah. Yes! Yeah. I remember that! I think um, Insomniac gave you loads of grief for it. Yes. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I'm sure you made an awkward comment about the controllers yeah. as well, didn't you, or something? I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. Does that still exist anywhere? No, it's gone. It's, oh, it's, no. it's been destroyed. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, I think I also did one for the 2DS. 2DS, yeah. No, what a reboot. Oh, classic. classic. I'm actually, to be honest, though, the PS3, I'm actually surprised it works really well. So, Like I say, Last of Us. I, it. I think it's aged really well. The PS3 version. It looks brilliant. I, you know, obviously I've got it on an HD TV, and it's all, you know, obviously with mm. the thing. But I'm really impressed. So basically, I played through the first couple of hours because the PS3 is in the bedroom. So obviously, I'm only using it when um, I've got some time in there. You know, obviously because. The missus obviously does stuff in there and everything. So we sort of keep it out of, well, no, watches TV and that when I've taken over the TV with the yes, Xbox yes. in the living room. <laughs> so hence, there's sort of like I'm playing it, at, you know, at about nine o'clock in the evening or something when or, or when my other half's watching her TV in the living room. So I've got about three hours into Last of Us. And what I will say is that intro is amazing. <laughs> it is. I was, and I didn't. I must be oh. the only person that didn't watch it on the internet, or I've not seen the intro. I yeah. deliberately stayed away from it because yeah. I knew I was going to play it at some point. And that's played yeah. off now because that would have hit. Oh, hard. that bit in the that yeah. beginning is. Yeah, it's it's brilliantly yeah. done. It's very well set up, but it does hit you because you're playing as Sarah. So, and you sort of. Without getting to know the character, without giving anything away, that character, you play as that character, and then all of a sudden, the way the intro transpires, you're not expecting that, you know, the way the intro goes. But then, obviously, further on down the line, Joel's story, he's, he's quite, he's a really good character. Um, I really like him as a character. The only thing that I will say so far mm. that I'm not happy about is some of the other human characters. But then I suppose as I progress into the game, that you know, I've I've come up against things that aren't human now. So um but even then Have you come across Ellie yet? Yeah, yeah, I'm at Ellie. So yeah. And I when you meet Ellie, it, it sort of after the intro, the first hour or so is a bit slow, but then when you get to Ellie, everything starts to move forward again. And Ellie's yeah. an amazing yeah. character. I mean, let's be honest, she is a yeah. really good character. Um, but, yeah, that's all I've got to say so far. But I, I'm so glad I waited. I'm glad that I've got to play it. I'm excited yeah, for you, Joe. I am. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm excited yeah. for you. That is a journey, yeah, that game. Great. And that, that intro is just yeah. the start. Yeah. <laughs> of the emotional pain. Yeah. The emotional yeah. wreck. But that's good. You... Have, you, uh, have you seen any clickings yes. yet? Yeah. Because I had to stop playing the game because the first... of those. And then I came back yeah, to it. Like, you know, I, think, I think that's when I stopped. That's really? when I stopped. <laughs> and I just never, I never, I never picked first, it up again. The first click a bit does make again. you jump because you're not expecting it. And it's... um. You know. Yeah, it terrified yeah. me. I, I had to stop playing. Like I could, I was having panic attacks. I was like, I can't it's do this. I'll go further on, but I was, I wasn't expecting it 
when it when you first see your first clicker, you're not expecting it to come at that point. So um, yeah, it's good. It's good. So moving on to the monster chat because I've got another monster game which is so predictable, but it's amazing. Oh, it's on Nintendo it Switch and JMO. I, I know what you're going to talk about. So, <laughs> it's, it's it's JMO. JMO. <laughs> so I have been. The reason I've there's another reason why I've stopped playing Last of Us. And it's because of Monster Hunter Rise. I have become so addicted to it. It's it's so bad that Sunday is normally my Monster Hunter Rise day. I I will sit on the sofa. We're taking him away from it. I can't. The thing is, I'm... So, Monster Hunter, when... There's this thing where people have always found Monster Hunter hard to get on with when they've if they've never played it before and hard to get into. And Monster Hunter World a couple of years ago changed that on the Xbox and the PS4 and the PC. It changed how people look at Monster Hunter. But the problem I had with it is it tried to turn Monster Hunter into more of a Skyrim type experience or you know try to make it more of a western market RPG and Monster Hunter World is fantastic don't get me wrong it's an amazing game Monster Hunter Rise takes the best elements from Monster Hunter World and then it um, basically turns turns all the stuff from the previous games and brings them into it as well so there's a lot of familiarity for me from the previous Monster Hunter games. And there's the nice um, open play style of Monster Hunter World because all these big separate map areas previously on the Nintendo games, then you, if you go between an area on a map, it sort of loads between. It's almost like a loading screen, whereas now the actual map areas are all flowing and fluid, and you walk, go, you just walk through one area, you go straight in, no loading screens, you can see everything in the distance, and then you can walk up to it, and it's lovely. Um, the main thing about this one, though, is they've incorporated, they've added so many new things to the game. And also, you'd think when they add stuff to the game, you think you'd be overwhelmed, but you're not. And it's a really nice... If nobody's ever played Monster Hunter before, this is probably the best one to get into Monster Hunter. But also, it adds to it if you're experienced. So they've got this new thing in there called wire bugs, which means that you can actually... It's like a grappling hook... Um, but obviously you can actually climb up to high up areas on the map and you can almost like traverse wide areas but in the air by using the, the grappling hook because you can always hang. You can also hang from these wire bugs in thin air. And I don't know if you've seen any videos of Monster Hunter Rise, but there's this amazing video where someone's hanging in the air and they drop down onto a raffian, which is basically like um a t-rex with rings um they're massive massive and they drop down from the sky onto this raffian and chop its tail off with a sword that's the only reason you could do that now is because (laughs) of yeah so it is but the reason you could do that now is because it's so vertical it you can actually get up into the air and you can climb up to areas 
Whereas it being normal games, you'd be spread out. This one enabled you to climb, and it's just a really- that's really interesting, actually, because that was one of the things in Monster Hunter World. Um, I went for the insect yeah, play yeah, yeah. when I played that because it allowed you to have yeah, more vertical yeah, styles of yeah. gameplay. It allowed you to do stuff yeah. in midair, and whereas most of the other ones you were you were pretty much on the ground and you you sort of had to you know it's a ground a, i know it's not yeah. 2d but it's a very 2d style experience whereas that was a lot more enjoyable to me because you could you could just one you would look cool doing it but it was that vertical thing so that that that's that's really cool yeah. actually that they've, oh, they've implemented it is, a bit more i think it adds to it because i think it's something i think it's a very monster hunter thing in a way and I loved the insect glaive when I played Monster Hunter Ultimate Four, which is when it first came in on the 3DS. I I used the insect glaive all the time, and mm. I thought it was great fun because then you could ride the monsters with it as well. So now they've got the yeah. the wire bugs. The wire bugs not only enable you to climb up high, they also enable you to help you in combat. So you get extra moves. You can if a if one of these monsters is weakened, you can actually get on the back of the monster and it doesn't matter which weapon you're using. You can get on the back of the monster and actually ride the monsters and actually use them to attack other monsters that are on the map. And it's just such a... When you're on the monsters and you're you're riding them and you're attacking other monsters, you've got some other moves, but obviously the moves come up on the screen so they show you what you you can do with it basically so you don't feel lost um it's a it's a lovely addition to the game because i think it's made the game a lot more faster flowing and more arcadey so as you're playing it it feels a lot more arcadey it's still got the rpg element but it just feels a lot faster and yeah, because the combat could sometimes, if you were using other yeah. weapons, could feel a bit yeah. clunky yeah, as well. Yeah, it does because it's. Are you um? Yeah, go on. Sorry, JMO. Are you playing it uh, docked or uh, on the? Uh, so like, um, most of the time, thing. docked. I've played. You know, docked is amazing for when I actually do my monster hunts, my main hunts, when I'm doing the big monsters. But then, when I'm playing it in handheld mode, I'm doing all my like little jobs almost. It's it's like yeah, my yeah. you know it's a very nice game to, or easy game to just pick like I it's kind of like why I became addicted to Animal Crossing and the same with you guys playing Animal Crossing you get these little jobs to do and you just yeah, and it's just yeah. a very easy game to just pick up sit on the sofa and just do the little jobs go around collecting your herbs go around collecting stuff yeah, yeah. and let's not forget as well the main thing about Monster Hunter is killing these monsters so you can turn their you know their parts into like weapons and and armor and you know and that adds to it because you're always going around and once you defeat the monster it opens up with like in your little monster hunter notes on how you can take out these monsters and how you know where their weak spots are and what sort of poisons they're weak to um it's like say the way the smithing works it, I find it a lot easier to actually craft things in this one, more so than ever before. Like, I've got so many different armor sets from different monsters that I've taken out. And, you know, the way that different armor sets 
are help you against different monsters and obviously in different conditions and areas of the maps. Um, and I found that good. You've also got... Go on. No, I was just going to ask. Um, one of the issues I had, I mean, mostly it was early game really, but in World was that... Um, the armor sets, the early game armor sets, all just felt really redundant very quickly. Have they? You like... can upgrade them. You can add like charms to them and stuff like that. So you can the early yeah. stuff. You can upgrade and level up. You know, obviously, because I I did mm. use the um the chainmail quite a lot early on. But then, to be honest, the early armor is just to get you into the game because. Once you start building your armor out, like Raffian armor looks amazing. So why would you use the early armor when you've got that Raffian armor, for instance? Would you get these situations? I remember one of the, another one of those things. It's it's one of those things with some of these games where you know they should really um, have a what's it called trans transmogging or whatever, where you can um, change the oh, appearance yeah. of yeah. armor. Yeah, so you can. Had. And like I remember in I remember in World, like I'd be going around looking like an absolute <laughs> buffoon, yeah. you know, looking yeah. like a clown because I was just trying to get yeah. stats from the best yeah. stuff. But yeah. it was all. But like... that's part of. I mean, I think that's part of the Monster Hunter thing. They've kept that in there because you can use. Yeah, you can. But then you get bonuses with weapons if you have the same armor set and the same the weapons now. So the weapons you forge from the monsters. So if your armor set is the same as the weapon that you forge from the monster, you get bonus points in battle, which obviously enhances your battle thing. But I found as well the way that the art, the the weapon stuff's done now. I can actually understand how the weapon trees work and how you know you have a certain type of weapon, but then if you kill another monster, you can upgrade that weapon. And you can turn it into another type of sword because I'm using the long sword, but also, and it's the first time in years on a Monster Hunter game I've used the long sword. I usually have the insect glaive or the um, one of the hammers because they inflict. I did try dual blades once, but they just don't inflict enough damage. But they're very quick and fast. But it doesn't. It's a bit boring, I yeah. think. Oh yeah, the, the dual yeah, they do. They are. Switch axe. Oh, the switch axe well. great fun. But then I'm using yeah. the sword and I've I've got used to the moves there. And also it's the first time ever I've started using a bow. So normally I would use the bow bow gun, but the bow gun feels a bit like a shooty shooty game. Whereas if you're using the yeah. bow <laughs> you, you know, I'm playing Monster Hunter, I don't want a gun. You know, whereas a bow, it feels, you know, like all these different bows you can craft and they've got so much detail because, like, for instance, I've got a banshee bow and it's got all these nice feathers on the bow and it looks so cool. And the bow actually has, like, sword mechanics to it as well. So you can get in close and mm. you can use it as a sword. And then obviously you've got some other roll mechanics and dodge mechanics that inflict damage as well. Um, so there's loads of little stuff. The other thing as well, because I could talk about Monster Hunter Rise for a long time, and I think I will be this year. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's it's already turned into my Animal Crossing for this year. So usually you have these palicos, which are like cats that go around and help you. So you always have. Well, well, well usually yeah, you do have one. Yeah, they're <laughs> everywhere. So it's part of the game. 
Why go on? <laughs> what happened with your Palico? I was just worried that they oh, weren't in it. Okay, no, they are. They are definitely. In it. <laughs> Usually, yeah. well, the earlier games didn't really had that. You didn't. The early games, you they were in the game, but you never actually had them as your like your characters or your side helpers. Yeah. So now you've got palicos and palamutes. So the palicos are cats, and obviously you can armor them up, and you, you can give them swords, and they will go and fight. You you can you can actually hire different cats as well there's a hiring service so you can hire more service so you can actually have an army of palicos <laughs> that you can send out doing chores, <laughs> for, yes. chores for you but also now they've got a palamute and can you guess what a palamute is it's a dog. Uh, dog yeah you get a dog and a cat that come out on the adventures with you and again, you can hire more palamutes from the same area. So you can have an army of palicos and an army of palamutes. And you can armor them all up. And you can get them to go and gather your stuff for you. Like if you need certain herbs, you can send them off to other islands to go and farm those herbs for you. Because you need the herbs for like your um, potions and your your energy drinks and even stuff, you know, like... Oh, what's the other thing? Your poisons. And if you're making poison arrows, you need certain herbs to make the the poison arrows. Oh, it's just little things like that. And, you know, at the end of every mission, you've got your, like, you get a little end scene with you with your dog and then your cat, and they're all high-fiving each other. It's amazing. It's so, it, you know, it's so typical Nintendo, cutesy, you know. Um, it just adds to it. It just things like that take it away from like a hunting and monster game. You have these really nice little cute moments. Um, the hub world, Kamura Village, is massive, um, but it's also the actual. Um, oh, what's the name of her? Her name is um, I can't remember the name. So basically, there's a you go into the game and you've got this. Um, Japanese woman singing this um, song at the start in the intro music and then you go into the village and she's actually the quest maiden and she gives you all these quests every you can change the music that's playing in the background of the village so there's you can you've got all these options to change the music style and everything but the the song that she's singing is lovely so you always as soon as you come back from your hunt and you go into Kamuri village and all of a sudden you feel quite calm and you can see her singing away in the corner. It's just lovely. It's so nice. It's such a, it just feels very normal. Or what's the word? Not normal. It just, it adds <laughs> something really nice. To, you know, it's a nice feature to the game. Um, one other thing as well, just just to add to it, on all the on all the um, wide open areas. So Ben, remember Monster Hunter World? The, you know, you only come into a map at certain areas. Yeah. yeah. So now, in a, quite a Dark Souls style, and I always said that Monster Hunter and Dark Souls have some links, especially when you're taking out the monsters and stuff like that. There is a, they're almost like their cousins, whereas Monster Hunters like the the cool, fun one, and Dark Souls is the grumpy teenager. Um, yeah, yeah, the emo, emo kid. kid. Yeah. But now, <laughs> in each map, 
there are areas where you can set up sub camps. So when you go into the map, you can actually, if if you see the monster that's at the top end of the map, you can go to your sub camp, which is maybe you've got to find them first. But once they're all set up, you can go to your sub camp and have that as a point where you go from, or you can respawn there and. It just, again, it adds something that Monster Hunt didn't have before. Um, Sounds very Dragon Age. It is a bit, actually. Yeah, I think, yeah, it is very like that. It does add that bit to it as well. In order to, once you find the area for the camp, you've still got to do a couple of tasks to get the camp up and running. Um, You'll get the tasks from this guy called, um, oh man, where is he? Kenshu, the um, I've got all the, I've got it all written down. I love it. He's got all, all the names oh, written down. Oh. He's, he's been <laughs> so there's, prepared. A, there's also a, there's always the most always. Prepared. I know it must be. Yeah, it must be. And also, there's a drunk cat sat on a roof, and in Kemura Village. And whenever you come back from the quest, always go up and see him because he always says something funny about alcohol. So um, yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> Alcoholic An alcoholic cat. cat. I mean, there you go. There's a winner for a game <laughs> game of the year contender with one of them. Um, that's it. That's pretty much it. I am now done. You're all safe. You don't need to. Um, yeah, you can wake up breathe. now. Yeah, yeah breathe. But I love it. I absolutely. Love okay, so uh, Jamo, uh... I'm glad. What's your song for the, for the month, Jamie? Oh, actually, so actually, <laughs> something else I wanted to say about Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah, and then you go in and you've got all the... F- oh, I'm joking. So... <laughs> I was like, I was like I wait, is, he, is he serious? Is no, he serious? No. <laughs> What's your song for the okay, month, Jamie? Okay, so there's a um, new indie band who released an album a couple of weeks ago. They're called The Snuts. They're from Glasgow. Excuse, excuse, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. That sounds oh, like a like a nineties children's the, yes. like. Uh, they're called the Snuts. <laughs> they're, they're an indie band. They're a bit like um, I would say they're a little bit like Arctic Monkeys. Maybe a little bit like the View. They also sound a little bit like the Coral at times. So they released their debut album a couple of weeks ago, um, and it actually went to number one, and it. It beat some some pop star, and all the fans of the pop star were being nasty and horrible and coming out with some awful things on Twitter. Um, anyway, yeah, Twitter's really Twitter, a cesspit yeah. for that kind some of, uh, that kind of uh, behavior, isn't it? Especially when yeah, it comes to like music and that. And um, so the album itself is not, you know, there's it, there's a couple of most of it is standard indie band stuff, but there's a couple of tracks that make the band stand out and they do something a little bit different one of them is this one and i love this track and it sounds a little bit like the coral or the zootons with a little bit of the strokes added in there um the track's called coffee and cigarettes and it's an absolute banger nice well if you'd like to hear it you should uh, head on over to the playlist and pause this podcast and listen to the music and then come back. Please come back. <laughs> right. On to me, in that case. Now, I mean... <laughs> you should play, like, some air horns every time we start talking. Like, why aren't you Why aren't you taking advantage of that uh, 
little, that little uh, well, sound bang. effects thing yeah. that we can't hear. <laughs> yeah. We could have been doing it the whole time we've been talking. The just taking, I can hear it. That's weird that I can hear it. Y'all can't hear it? No, I can't. Very strange. No, I wonder I why. No. Hmm. Anyway, games, right? Ah, don't you love playing new games? No, I hate playing new games. I like playing games that I've played for for, for like months, mm-hmm. um, but it's just this year's version, which is why I've been completely obsessed with Football Manager Twenty One yeah! recently. <laughs> I uh, I had a great conversation with Ben the other day uh, because I've been managing Ipswich Town in uh, in the game. And uh, now I know, like, all of the players. <laughs> and I was just, like, rocking off this knowledge. It just wasn't right how he knew all this. Inf- I mean, I'm an Ipswich fan, for people who don't know. So, yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 awful, isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't right, mate. I didn't like. I didn't like you just spewing out these names, and I was like, "How does he this know is this?" A, like, this is a mate. Was this a chat out? Was this when you met up and met up outside? He was chatting about Ipswich. No, nah, this was just this was just on WhatsApp. We were just having a little chat because uh, we were talking about the. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about my my uh, footy crate unboxing, and then uh, we talked about like the Super League and that. And I think it just kind of got going, got going from there. You know, football. I know all about that. Oh god! <laughs> Those videos always crack me up. I just I don't even know what you're talking about, but just <laughs> just the voice you put on. Just I don't know. It just if you talk well, you like know, that, I don't know what I do. <laughs> That's what every football fan sounds like, right? Oi, I, I, yeah, oi, careful. Yeah, you've got two in here. So, yeah. yeah. You want some? Do you want some, do you? Do you want some? The Wildston uh, Vader. They all sound like that. Look up the Wildston Vader. Oh, Sam, I'll give it to you. What's that, mate? What's, what's that? What's you've that? You've got what's no friends. You've got no friends. What's that bloke on Twitter like the the bootlegger? Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he's um, he makes his own beard, doesn't he? Yeah, that's it. That's that's his persona, isn't it? Bootlegger, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're all like when to me at least. Uh I just think the character I have for those videos is I I need to take him further. I need to get down to this town. You know, record like a match day between this and Skull. Yeah, (laughs) record like a match day (laughs) match day report. I actually know people in this town, like some. some whoa! Uh, hello, whoa! <laughs> I I know Good celebrity so contacts. <laughs> Wait, the, the chairman. <laughs> so you know, maybe. It well, I'm going to surprise you. I think Hawley Town are in the same league as this town. I think we play you. I Wait. think we play you guys. Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <Derby. laughs> <laughs> We'll have to get we'll have to get together when all, all the COVID's gone down. This town FC meetup, <laughs> Frost Media meetup. I've got a funny uh, feeling we're anyway. in the same league as this. Uh, yeah, what, what, what you're it joking. Oh no, I don't. I don't know what I don't know what league this town is in. What is the what is their league like? This town. That's what I'm looking. At. I'm, not, I'm I'm looking. I'm literally looking this up. Uh. Affiliated to the North Eastern Counties League Division One North oh, no. and play. I know we played you in the FA Cup for the preliminary rounds. Oh, they lost four nil last year to Stamford. <laughs> Can't believe it. Anyway, you're talking about not our like little <laughs> fucking non-league football club. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so I've been playing Football Manager and I'm managing Ipswich and I've got them promoted from uh, Skybet League One to the Championship. We could do with you now, mate. Yeah, I, I sh- you should get yeah. me in charge, right? I've got some great like signings. You know, I know how to get the potential out of these players. We're uh, we're really nailing it, and uh, we've just started in the Championship, and obviously it's going to be hard. You know, newly promoted. Um, we lost to Coventry, but uh, but but. <laughs> But we have got four points so far in three games, I think. So that's all right. They're doing that's, all right. Doing all right. I guess okay. <laughs> We're doing all right. We just want to avoid relegation, right, this season. So, and I think, like, talking about like the game itself, like I've obviously played Football Manager since it was Championship Manager, and I don't like football. God, why am I talking like this? <laughs> I don't like football, but uh, like the football. games, <laughs> the ga- the games are like. Genuinely good. Yeah, they are good, aren't they? And I, they, they, I've played like hundred, a hundred hours in most <clears throat> years' release, but I, I, I've, I didn't play much of twenty. But this year they've like really updated the match day experience. Like the, the models on screen look really good. And I remember when it was just like little circles with a number in, right? Uh, the, the, the models are good. The pitch, like uh, the pitch engine, is so good. Like the amount of decisions a player can make per second has been doubled from four to eight. So you see a lot more kind of different kind of movement on the pitch and a lot more different style of playing rather than them just kind of like yeeting the ball and not really looking like they're actually playing football. And uh, they've really um, updated like the kind of um, press conferences and like uh, halftime kind of team talks as well. So it used to be like you'd have a certain emotion that you'd, that yeah. you'd choose. Um, but now you have like a stance that you choose and they there's like something like 30 different options that can appear depending on how the game is going or how they think the media think they get the game is going to go. So, so it used uh, to always be the same options. Like you get to a point where you would just be doing, you'd always be saying at halftime, do it for the fans, go there and do it for the fans. Well, or, you would, mate, because you don't know how to play football. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> That's why I've had some little success. If do it for the fans, then who you got to do it for? <laughs> but sometimes you've got to get him riled up, mate. You've got to get him riled up. Like, even like, <laughs> even like, if you're in like an important cup game, you know, you can choose like options that are about like, you know, if we win this, we'll hit our target for the year, you know, and things like that. And uh, if you're gonna, if you're like a game away from getting into the playoffs or you're a game away from winning the league, you can use that in the team talk, and it can kind of motivate or. It can, you know, have the opposite effect where it kind of makes them a bit more kind of worried about their performance. So, uh, yeah, that's that's really good. And uh, yeah, I just think that just the overall UI has had a real good, uh, real good improvement for this year, and I think it feels a lot more new than it would. So, if you've missed a couple of years, I think oh, now is a great time to. I've missed a couple of. Years. I think the last one I thought was twenty thirteen. <laughs> yeah, that was mate. back in the day where the the little men were just like hoofing it forward. There was Long no, like, game. There's no. There was no. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a long ball game, but there wasn't any passage oh, of play or anything. That's but, yeah. I I was a bit overwhelmed. It was it was another one of those that I downloaded yeah. on Game Pass yeah. recently, and I and I loaded it up, and I was just overwhelmed with all the new stuff. And I was like, I just, it take it does. It does take a while to get used to it, but then I like. I mean, I'm the same. I haven't played Football Manager for a good couple of years, and then I I loaded it up from Game Pass and. I was overwhelmed, but then the tactics way and how you can set up your actual your options on the pitch and how you can actually instruct your players to play in a certain way, I really like. It's just getting used to it. It takes mm. a while to get used to knowing where everything is. 
It definitely does. And the UI doesn't tend to change much from year to year. So once you're familiar with it, you're usually the next year you don't have to work too hard to find out where the things you, you where things are, you know. Ah, I've just been loving it. I played I think I started playing it at the start of the week. <laughs> and I've played like seventeen hours. Wow. Of it <laughs> that is finished a full season already. Yeah, and the season does seem to take a bit longer, I've noticed. There's a lot more, the press conferences have a lot more nuance, so you're spending a lot more time doing that, um, which which some people might like. Oh, some also, that's, that's, that's yeah. what it should be like, though, because it's a football yeah. manager game. It's not a, yeah. you know, you are being a manager, you've got to do all the stuff outside the of the game. The thing that wound me up yeah. about it, because I've, I've basically just done a whole season, or I did a whole season as Sutton United, and I got promotion and won the league. Another team that's not, Oh, away from me, but they're out, they're non-league. But yeah, so basically, I did a season with them, and the thing that kept on annoying me was this ex-pro that kept on coming up in the news feed complaining about my team and my players, even when we've won a match. And then it asked you to respond about the ex-pro, and I kept on saying Ooh. he should mind his own business. And I won the league, and I was just was it a um. Was it a ex Palace player just to stick with that? No, no, a bit no. More? It's yeah. Sutton United. I, I'm, I'm waiting to actually earn my right to become Crystal Palace manager in it. So uh, start so, in the lower yeah. leagues and work my way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I like about yeah. football manager. I think as well, um, they've 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 kind of really tweaked how the morale affects games. Like before, obviously, morale would be. It would affect how your players would play, and if they had really bad low morale, it would, uh, it would, it would mainly be because you'd lost a bunch of games, and uh, you'd have to try and win a game again to just to, to get that up. But the system's been really revamped, so that you kind of, um, you know, it's, it's more than just the game result that affects their morale for a long time. So your team talks and just even like their training load, things like that is uh, it, it really affects it. And I ah. It's just it is the best version of Football Manager so far, for sure, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, so that's Football Manager, loving it, loving it. Just on um, that, do you think that's why they brought this version to Game Pass? Because they've not done that before, have they? Uh, Football Manager was Twenty it? was on Twenty Game was Pass. on oh, okay. Game Pass, wasn't it? For PC for right. PC only. So the, yeah. This one, obviously, because I've been playing it on the Xbox, so hence. This is why it's come to the Xbox because it's yeah. a lot more user friendly. I was wondering if maybe because I'll be interested to see what someone who's played it on the iPad would say, like how like well, what it's iPad like. isn't technically the same game, is it not? Uh, I don't know what the Xbox version is. I think I think that's just the normal Football Manager, but iPad is Football Manager yeah. Touch, which doesn't have any press conferences at all it's or team same. talks. It is purely that's like the tactics. version that's on the Nintendo Switch, the um, Touch one. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for 20 quid as well, I think that's a bit steep because, I mean, God, you've cut out mm. so many vital parts of the game. Anyway, moving on from Football Manager. I, uh... <laughs> oh, guys, we're getting close, aren't we? We're getting close. We're getting close, aren't we, guys? And uh, the next podcast won't be until afterwards, so I've got to talk about it now. What? Eurovision oh, is coming oh, soon, oh. my friends. It's another podcast. Hold on, where's that? Where's yeah. that? Yeah. Hold there on. There it is. Right. I'll see you in a bit. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> oh, Eurovision's coming soon. It's been two years since the last Eurovision Song oh, Contest. No. 
Yeah, and I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready <laughs> to be uh, to be an annoying bastard on Twitter for a whole and... week again. I won't see it, mate. That's the beauty you, of it. Got it all this year. There's fans allowed <laughs> oh, back in, aren't there? They're going to have fans there. A couple of thousand, isn't it? Uh... That's... Oh, yeah, they're I don't know, actually. I haven't, uh, I haven't kept up there's, on that. If there's... Where they are able to spread yeah. them out. They're doing what they're doing at the Brit Awards. They're using a similar system. That is good. That'll be some good atmosphere because, obviously, there's no Eurovision last year. We had, obviously, the movie and that to, to, to tide us over. But uh, So it's been two years since uh, someone's won. And uh, this year, I mean, this year's a bit of uh, up and down for me in terms of the songs themselves. Like, we do have some really good songs. Let me just uh, uh, boot up the old uh, Wikipedia page <laughs> to find out the song names and things. Do, do, do. Participate in countries. Is that it? Yes. No. Yes. Good. There's some really good stuff. Like, there were some really big things last year that obviously didn't get the chance to perform. So the artists have come back with a different song for some countries, like Lithuania's The Roop with a favourite to win last year. They've come back with a new song that's almost as good as that as the song they were going to perform. And, uh, you know, there's some really good songs. Ireland have an amazing song this year. I am so excited for Ireland. They haven't qualified from the semis for like regularly for a long time. So I really hope they, they qualify from the semi-final and get to perform in the final. That'd be very exciting for us here in the UK, I'm sure. I'm more excited <laughs> for and there's just some uh, again. Neil Lepoir, that's what our middle name is. JMO, I'll say it now. There is no chance we're getting zero points this year. We have an absolute banger of a track. And <laughs> if he can do if he can do it live, which I do have my doubts about James Newman his ability to sing live, I will admit. But the act the but the studio track is good. It sounds like something that would be number one Still, in the UK. It is it Neil is like a UK. It's like, all political. It'll be nil. It won't happen, JMO. <laughs> we've come close to the top, and I say this every time. We've come close to the top recently. Like we have come like fifth, fifth in twenty eleven. I mean that is, that 10 is years not ago. recently. <laughs> Jesus, that is ten years yeah. ago. But uh, I mean, we've done we've done all right in 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 not too far far past times. You know, we've done okay. The standards, it was, it was a different show in the seventies. <laughs> we've done all right. We've done all right. Where are, the, where are your standards for winning? Oh, we've done all right. You know, where's the, yeah, but... where's the push to really take Eurovision by the scruff of the neck? Oh, we've done all right. <laughs> I wish we had that push in the people that send our song for us. You know, that would be fantastic. But, uh, you know. Are <sighs> you so salty about um, ticks? Oh, that fucking bastard. God's sake. Stupid Norway. That'll win, Stupid mate. Norway. If it wins, that's it. Boycott. Boycott. He's, he's going to end it all, honestly. It won't just be boycott. He'll just what a shame eat himself off be. a bridge. Oh, so right. his, his... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Here's, a, here's, here's, here's something that might surprise you. So it's almost been 20 years since 2003. But we've only okay, finished well, outside eight, the top 20. Years, yeah, okay. yeah, we've only finished outside the top 20 on 10 occasions, right? Right? So on eight occasions, we've come, you know, on the we've left done side. All right. You know? <laughs> so I think this, I think this, I think this like idea that the UK always does badly is is false. But if you don't okay. win, what's the point? 
But that's it's about the music, you know. It's about all the great yeah, music, and I mean, the, the the standards of Eurovision are so high right now for winners. Like like Duncan Lawrence Arcade, which won which won in twenty nineteen, was uh, is really a really good song. Mm-hmm. And again, like Manza Malo Heroes is an amazing song. Like the 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 bar to win is high now. So we the can't send. Standards aren't up there for England, are they? Well, no, because we send oh we send some stuff like Michael Rice and Andy Abraham with these like safe like ballady songs, and the winners aren't like that all the time. The winners always have something about them that is, uh, if it's a ballad, it has this some, a really interesting style to it. You know, I mean, just we sent them <sighs> Burt Bacharach one year, and we still didn't get many points for that. Burt Bacharach, you know, you'd think you'd, they recognise someone. That- I, I don't know who that is. He's, an, o- he's, an, old, he's an old person's legend. So, I mean, yeah, we sent Eng- Engelbert Humperdinck, J-Mo, and that no, didn't do well. So I think that... Was, like... No, that's who I was thinking. Sorry, sorry. I, I'll get my coke. It wasn't Burt Bacharach. It was Engelbert <laughs> But still, they're still yeah, in we the same Engelbert era, you know? And we sent, you know, we sent Bonnie Tyler. Um... But now we're sending. I guess we, the, the the idea is now that it's so it's Sony Music Group that that provide the 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 artist and the song, I think, or Universal. I mean, one of them. So it's like a proper like produced song. I mean, you should listen to our song. It is something that would be on the radio, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about. There there are a lot of really good songs. Like uh, Greece is probably one of my favourites as well. Ireland is uh, is definitely up there for me. But there's also, as I was saying, it's like two parts to me. So there's also a lot of shit this year. Lots of ballads. Lots of, like, God songs. Lots of, like, church songs, which is weird. Because Eurovision's not usually very religious, but, could, I mean... Yeah, that's what they're yeah. going for. They're trying to do could that be, though, could that be Maybe. reflective of the times in certain com- countries because of the last year we've had? For I sure. So. For sure, Yeah. I mean, I just think that it's kind of we, after the time we've had since Eurovision last aired, we should be having more upbeat songs and positive songs because that's what we need. And I think a lot of countries haven't done that, and it's kind of disappointing to me that uh, there's again still so many ballads mm. this year. Um, but yeah, Australia always a wild card. I love Australia whoa, whoa, being whoa, whoa, Eurovision, whoa, 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 and they've got a great song this year as well. Euro- so Ben doesn't watch it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Australia's part of Europe, eh? Did you not know that? They're right. They're right in between France and the UK. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a myth. You know, the the plane just flies around the planet a couple of times to make oh, it feel. Oh, I like, see. I see. You know, gotcha. <laughs> but yes, I'm so excited about Eurovision. I cannot bloody well wait, and uh, oh, it's going to be great. Follow me on Twitter for You're the uh, latest updates. To it, Sam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we he hasn't like had me watch anything with him since we watched um Norway. Norway, yeah. And that lasted like, I don't know, half the day. So, <laughs> so she's halfway ready oh for your vision. Oh, you think boy. Norway took half a day? Wait, do you it wouldn't yeah. have been it wouldn't have been that bad if I could understand what they're saying. But like, I don't know Norwegian, unfortunately. I think it'll be all right with this, won't it? Yeah, you have old uh, Graham Norton. Yeah. Actually, actually, is he still yeah, doing it? Is. What was the um? I keep on forgetting. What was the name of the Norwegian heavy metal band that won it that year? Who was the ones that were all dressed up in like real goth monster? Yeah, Lordy, yeah, Lordy. Lordy. Yeah, 
Oh, they were like a death metal band all dressed up. It was they were actually good. They looked a bit like Ramstein. It was quite clever. Yeah. They were good. And they won it. Uh just as a just as a, to get yourself prepared, Sam, uh Eurovision twenty nineteen f- final was four hours long. Christ alive. I mean <laughs> well, how oh. <laughs> Well, because you've got to have every song performed, Four which hours. is about, you know, which is yeah. about, you know, What time toot. does it start, though? Like, what, what what day of the week is it on? Because, you know, I might... I it's might on not... a Saturday. It's uh, on a Saturday. <laughs> I, to, I might have to be at work, you know? Oh, you could have got out of it. Shit. <laughs> Don't worry, Ben. He's going to be yeah, asking you to watch as well just, with him. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know Ben would probably rather, like, actually commit suicide. Yeah, I probably ben, would, but... yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But yes, it's um oh I can't wait. I, I'm I'm just I mean I'm I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready for it. <laughs> it's been two years. Um yeah. So those are my things for the uh month. So I guess I should um tell you about my song. Excellent. What song have you chosen to go along with your memoirs? With my memoirs. Mm. Um, Pendulum released a new song this week. That wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> no. It's uh, it's called Come Alive, and I'm always ready for new Pendulum music, and it's pretty good. It's a bit more it's a bit more it's a bit more knife party, I would say, than Pendulum, a bit more old style pendulum. Uh, but it's still good because Rob Swire's voice will sound good in any song. So uh yeah, if you'd like to listen to that, head on over to the playlist that uh is going to be pinned to the Twitter page when you're listening to this, probably. <laughs> probably. I mean, they might be listening to it in like two years. Ain't fucking pinned then, is it, you twat? <laughs> you can search for it yourself. God, you idiot. Why are you going to the Twitter page thinking it's going to be pinned? It's been two years since this came out, you moron. God. <laughs> yeah, when we're, when yeah. we're finally broken through and we're massive, we've got millions of... Listeners, like you're gonna to have to apologize for that in two yeah. years. Yeah, this is gonna be digged up. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we the old YouTube video, like I said, all four of us. It's it, yeah, cancelled, yeah. and that's it. We're done, we're done. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so Sam, the moment you've all been waiting for, we have saved the best for last. Oof. I'm excited. <laughs> So where's the just like, where's the, get rid of away, like, where's the fanfare? <laughs> this is where we need the fanfare. <laughs> yeah, where, 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 where's the drum yeah. roll? Where's the bloody yeah sound effects? There we oh go, my so. god! <laughs> yeah, we just we just um, got to trust that they did that, Jomo. We've got no I idea. Know, we they, we I know. Yeah. I've yeah, dropped the mic moment, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I have quite a few things to talk about, but I'm going to pick the ones that I have the most to say about. Um, So I've watched two different series since we last spoke in that were just like wild. And I'm going to start off by talking about the series called Them on Amazon Prime. It's Amazon Prime original. Have you guys heard of it? No, I'm looking up now. Them. Amazon it's like a, it's horror and I mean there's some supernatural, like. Oh, maybe I have some. Yeah. It's like supernatural psychological horror. Yeah. And uh, 
it's creepy <laughs> and very enraging because like basically without spoiling anything it's about a um a black family who lived in north carolina and they had a, a really bad event happen to them so they migrated like most you know did back in the i think it was like the 50s out of the south to more accepting areas so they moved to california to this white suburb and uh <laughs> what you expect happens yeah I mean, is this the um thing it's, that wanted it's house? terrible and it's got like a the, yeah, yeah i mean that's what you think i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it in case anyone yeah wants they to showed this on goggle box a couple of weeks ago and now i've looked it up i remembered now because i can see the characters yeah um it scared me but more than anything like first episode i was already really just miffed i was so mad <laughs> and just with each episode i was just like are you freaking kidding me because like white people suck i'm just gonna <laughs> And um, it's not, I mean, stuff like this still happens nowadays. It's nothing new. I'm not, I'm not going to try to make this political in any way, but I'm just saying. It, uh, it made me really mad and emotional because, like, the, the demons of the past that this family has to deal with. And, like, I mean, pretty much the parents have, like, PTSD from things that had happened to them. And uh, it's... I want to talk about it so bad, but if anyone wants to watch it, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's just, it's a wild ride. Like, is it, is it, I know you probably can't say without spoiling, maybe, I don't know, but like, is it one of these where there's like, it's more like a real horror? Like, um, it's a little bit of both. I mean, has it got supernatural stuff or is it more, like real scary shit that could actually happen sort of thing that's the scary thing like it's both I yeah mean, okay it, it has supernatural stuff but then it has like actual horror that these people had to go through yeah being the only black family in this all-white suburb that like oh my gosh like one thing i'm just gonna say one thing that happened because i don't think this is like a huge shock but like the first day they moved in all of the uh all the wives in the community sat out front with glasses of tea and played um, offensive music on their radios. Like, <laughs> it's just terrible. Like it, God, it made me so mad. But I like, I wanted to keep watching, but it just, I don't know. Like, and with all this, all these things going on in the world and like the Black Lives Matter movement, it just really like, makes me even more mad to think about the things have happened and have been this way for so long. And but like I said, it's not all about that. It's like got supernatural stuff too, but it, it's like, once you find out what's going on, it's not what I didn't expect it. Like I didn't expect specifically what was happening to these people, that that's what it was, but it's creepy. It is so creepy. Like the whole, the whole family, has supernatural experiences and it's just like whoa but um you guys yeah, should check it I out think, 
I mean, I think everybody should I watch it. I think stuff like this is um really good social commentary because I see it doesn't hide things yes. underneath the um carpet, and I think that's good. It reminds me ever so slightly. It, it just reminds me a bit of Get Out. Oh my have gosh! You, have yeah, you, have you seen yeah. Us yeah. as well? Remind, it, I haven't seen yeah, that yet. No, I have. A, I've seen that too. I I love um, movies that, I mean, any kind of media that like brings that to light. Things that we just try to put in the past. And I know, like, we specifically didn't do these things, but it's still shameful to think about. And I mean, people have the right to be angry. I I think about these things that happen, if not to them, but to yeah, their families. Yeah, one hundred percent, they do. There I go again. Trying to keep trying to keep my beliefs out of it, but <laughs> but like on the horror side, I mean, if you like scary things and just it's well worth a watch, I think. Not enough for you then. <laughs> no, no, I wanted no, him to watch I don't it with like me, scary things. and he watched like the preview, and he's like, "I don't think I can." <laughs> like I don't know, I just get really scared, guys. Do you know? Just... Do you know what? Will I know this is a bit opt off, a little bit off topic, but. I would, you would become the biggest YouTube star if you played horror games and I can't do it and like watched horror stuff. That would be comedy gold, mate. The hits would be amazing. (laughs) I think maybe on Twitch I could do it because I've got people there. Well, not if I was streaming just to myself, but if there were, if there were, if there were people, I just, oh. I don't know. Like I tried to play, <laughs> I tried to play Resident Evil Seven, right? And all you got was that clip because yeah. that's all I could do. Amnesia, mate, that was brilliant. I loved that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just uh, oh, no. I, I don't do well with um, scary. Yeah. <laughs> just scary. End of sentence. That's it. Don't do well with scary. One more thing I wanted to mention too. I mean, it does revolve around this family and the struggles that. I mean, all people of color face, but um, also there's a little bit in there about how women were also treated back then. Like, um, like a, a woman in the show goes to the bank and they're like, well, uh, since your husband's on this account, you know, you can't do this or that. You can't have your own money. <laughs> and uh, just that women really weren't taken seriously back then, like at all. It, it it it's uh, it touches on a lot of social issues. It's a little sensitive subject <laughs> for some people, but it's important to to have yeah, that sort of stuff. Because, like you said, you can't just like ignore it. It's got it, it's important to have it in media as well, and to highlight it and to educate people. But that's it. At the yeah. end of the day, even if it is, that's yeah. it. The past, you know, the past year, you feel like you know this stuff does have to be shown and it does have to be talked about. You know, and I think it does have to come to the attention. So, you know, I think um, history history can't hide anymore. Like, no matter, I mean, no matter what you believe, I feel like you should know these things. Like, no matter what yeah, your exactly. stance on it yeah. is, you should you should be aware, well aware. <laughs> okay. Um. Next on my list is another thing that I watched. It was a limited series on Netflix called Behind Her Eyes. And uh, 
it's um based on a book. I've never read the book, but um seemed like a thriller type mystery type show, so I thought I'd give it a go. And it's <laughs> it's insane, like <laughs> like the plot twist at the end, like cuz Every time I, I dive into something like this, I'm already picking it apart. I'm like, well, maybe I think this happened or this happened. And I mean, sometimes you're right, but then most of the time it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Literally the first thing I, I, when I type this in to see what it was and the first thing that comes up is like, it has an outrageous surprise ending. <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, oh my. So like basically it's um this woman is at the bar she goes to a bar and she's supposed to be meeting up with her friend but her friend like ditches her for some reason so she goes to leave and accidentally knocks this man's drink all over his shirt so she buys him another when they strike up a conversation talk and then when they leave like she kisses him or he kisses her they leave and then when she goes to work the next day she finds out that he's her new boss awkward and that he's married. Yeah, that's it yeah wow but it's like like the whole the whole series just is based around um why this man feels so unhappy in his marriage like what's the deal with these two because it plays out the wife to be crazy, the man to be not at fault, then the, the man to be crazy. Like, it just flip-flops back and forth the whole time. So you're like, okay, what is going on? So is this like a... And it just, like, kept Is this me. like a serial thriller type thing? <laughs> it's it's thrilling at some points, but I think more than anything, it's just, like, mysterious. And it's got a lot of uh, adult content as well. Oh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I can't say much about it. Like, that's the hard thing about shows and movies. You yeah, can't really talk yeah. about it. But I was skeptical because I usually don't like stuff with romance. And I'm just like, oh, ho, ho, these people be cheating. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, Will and I were talking about that, that it seems really prevalent nowadays in media that it's, like, just brushed off as, like, no big thing. Yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, uh, I don't know. I just think that in media, like there's so often like this kind of view of cheating is just like, oh well, you know, it happens, and it's in a lot of media, and I feel like it really shouldn't be because it's just one of like it's not something that should be portrayed, and when it is portrayed, even in films like Love Actually, you know, it's portrayed as like, oh, you know. <laughs> Oh, it's okay because they were in a bad relationship or whatever, you mm. know. I just, uh, but then even in yeah. like soaps and normal serial dramas in this country as well, the, the same things portrayed. You know, it's all part of the, the narrative of these stories, mm. and it's the same, the same thing. You know, maybe it's not right. You know, it's not right to show it how they do. Like, if the amount of people in real life cheated is the amount of people that cheat in fucking Coronation Street. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The world is fucked. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty good show. I enjoyed it. And the plot twist at the end just, like, blew my mind because it's, like, 
Is it something that you think you could have figured out or is it just so left field? It was just. I mean, I didn't really start putting the pieces together till the last episode. And I was like, nah, how did that happen? Like, there's no way. And then it, it did happen. And I was like, wow. Wow. Um, can't really talk about it without saying anything, though. <laughs> Gosh. It's. I enjoyed it though. I stayed up too late a few times. I was tired for work the next day because I just wanted to keep watching it. <laughs> okay, what else do I have to talk about? I have two games to talk about. One, I'm not going to talk about for very long, but Little Nightmares. I started playing that recently. Little Nightmares. Uh, that rings a bell. There's what? a sequel as well. Little Nightmares 2 came I've out heard recently. Of that. Yeah. It's like a the gameplay is like side to side. It's kind of like a puzzle type game. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, um, I enjoyed it uh, for a little bit, and then it was dark in here. And <laughs> the janitor with his freakishly long arms. I like. Mm, I felt like there were things behind me. Oh, gosh, I, just yeah. had, I had to. Ooh. I had to go hide under the covers. I was so scared. <laughs> and I don't get spooked easy, that too easily at games, but I was just so creeped out. The noises he makes. My God. Oh, I don't like the look of him. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I haven't made it that far into the game, so I still don't really understand what's going on. But um... Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's just not right, is it? Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm no, actually going to talk about. <laughs> why am I still looking at this? Oh. Oh, you can't draw yourself away. Too much of a wine. I just thought it was an honorable mention because uh, that's what I've been trying to work my way through, but I got to play it when there's light outside. <laughs> I never had that feels. <laughs> I never had that feels. Like, it makes me mad because I don't really get scared at stuff. I'm just like, oh, oh that's fine. The only movie that's ever like scared me to the point where I would, you know, turn the lights off and run to the next room that had lights on <laughs> was The Grudge. But I think mm. that movie like scares the crap out of everybody. So I think I think that's the thing with games, isn't it? Because you're because it's you in your mind. You're in control, aren't you? Yeah. You're not like a spectator. You're you're in control. So that's I think that's what makes games the more. Terrifying. Never really had control. That's the illusion. <laughs> And with headphones on, like it really immerses you into it. Like when I tried playing the Blair Witch, oh my god, just hearing those creepy sounds all around you at all times. Ooh. Anyway, Ooh. there I go again, off on a tangent. Now, now you'll be thinking about the janitor, Ben. I will. That's. <laughs> Don't like it. But actually, my main game I want to talk about is It Takes Two. It takes two. This game's been huge, hasn't it? <laughs> it's. I saw something come up about yeah. it. It's sold millions. They're going to do a sequel, I think. I, yeah. Yeah, over a, mil- over a million. Over a million. Takes three. And guess what? The fourth, fourth one will be. It takes four. It takes four. No, that, no, the fourth one would actually be. It takes five. Oh, now we're getting confused. <laughs> now, yeah. Oh dear. We haven't played it in some time, but um, Will bought the game. And if one of you has the game, the other, you can just play on a friend pass. So only one person has to own the game, which is cool. 
Yeah, I like yeah. when they do that. They did. But we've been playing that game, and uh, I don't know. Like, me and him played Overcooked together, and it was fine. We've played other co-op games, but this one, I feel like he gets a little mad at me. <laughs> a little frustrated. <laughs> this is false in news. This is fake news. Fake news. Fake news. I it's it's very puzzly, you know. It's a very puzzle. He just doesn't game. like puzzles. He gets pissed off every time there's a puzzle in the game. He's like, I don't understand. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> that, yeah, that is accurate representation. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's but so I much think... fun though. Like it's it, you really do have to work together for a lot of it. Like you some like you can't do certain things without the other, and. Um, you really do have to be in like in sync with each other. Mm-hmm, for sure. I mean, it's like uh, so. The story, the story is like um, basically the this little girl's parents are divorcing, and uh, and and she's you know sad about it, uh, uh, and and she she kind of like wishes for them not to divorce and then she makes these little like voodoo dolls yeah, and voodoo cries creepy. she cries on the dolls and th- then the parents wake up inside the dolls um i think the story is problematic <laughs> because i mean people don't need the message that if you wish hard enough your parents are going to stay together right so <laughs> i feel like that 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 part of it is problematic however the gameplay is top notch yeah. Absolute top notch. But my counterpoint to that is not many kids are probably going to play the game. There's a little profane language in there. I think What's that, the I age guess range of the game? the game is mainly meant is for it like, um... I don't know. What is it rated? Let me, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. There's definitely a lot of crude humor yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is 12. Oh, Peggy okay. 12. Peggy 12. So it's aiming at a teenage audience. um, It's been extremely well rated. I like. I I mean, like I said, the gameplay is fantastic. I have never played co-op gameplay that is this like just well done, and it's never the same. So you'll learn like a you'll learn a mechanic, and then that mechanic will be really fun, and you'll do the level, and then you'll never see that mechanic Mm. again. Yeah, love the art Um, style. It's really cool. And I, I really don't like split screen games, and I thought it was gonna like get on my nerves, but it's actually not bad at all. And like each um each like thing that you face, each like boss has something to do with um something that an argument was based on. So they like have to work through it together. I think that's nice. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I just can't get over like the, 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 just the controls and stuff. It all feels so smooth. It all feels like just so well made. Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's by the guy who did A Way Out, right? Yeah. So that kind of um, shows you the pedigree that you're working with there. It takes two is the best co-op game since Portal oh, Two. I think that's that is I would, high I would agree praise. With that. I would so agree does with it that. work that like that? Very um, high praise. Does it work like that Two Brothers game where? One has to do one thing, and then the other one. So you could play that. That that was solo, wasn't it? No, you it? could do it two players. So certain. Could you actually do it two yeah, player? Yeah, certain puzzles you could only do two player, couldn't you? What was it? Um, brothers. Okay, yeah. two sons. That's it. Yeah. So if you were playing by yourself, you control one with the, with each thumbstick. Yeah. Oh. 
Um, I would say I haven't played that game, JMO, but uh, I would say that uh, I mean you cannot play this game single player, so uh, yeah. you have to be together, and you're always you're always working together, even if you're With apart. Everything, yeah. Yeah. So even if someone's on one side of the room, but you're you're gonna you're doing something to the environment that means that they can then traverse what they what their little challenge is. It's a good game though. I really, really enjoy it. I just I really do feel like you get so frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> like and, and like one time we were both trying to figure something out. I'm like, I don't understand what we're supposed to do. It was like ten minutes. We were trying to figure it out. <laughs> I th- I don't know. I just <laughs> I'm not a patient man. I guess. Nope. Really? Just because yeah. you mentioned Insomniac. <laughs> yeah, we we played Human Fall Flat with him, and uh, that's the most fun that I've had in a long time playing a game like with a group of people. <laughs> just, I mean, it was just me, Will, and him. But oh my god, <laughs> you guys oh, have played yeah. that game. <laughs> this fucking game. What is it? They'll just be. Like the whole time, Insomniac's just like running around, just you know, fucking around, and yeah. and and Will's just walking around looking at stuff, and I'm over here doing everything myself to solve the puzzles, and, <laughs> and hearing those two argue. <laughs> oh my god! But it's so much fun. Like it's, I mean, you're basically just like a little noodle person, like a little rag doll, and. Uh, it's it's hard to to grab things and move things, but like you have to move stuff and figure out how to get to the next level. It's a puzzle game too, so uh, yeah. <laughs> no wonder Will gets annoyed. But that's yeah, about yeah. two hours. In. Yeah. And then Will was like, he's like, I think that's enough for tonight. <laughs> that's a classic. <laughs> like, that is like, classic like, Will line. Yeah, like, like every time we play. Uh, that's enough for that. Phasmophobia. Well, I think that's enough. Yep, that's right, enough. That's that. the intro screen. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. The intro that. screen comes up. Yep, done. No, that's all right. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Look, when 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 you get stuck on something, there should only be a certain amount of time that you devote to uh, to try and figure it out before you just we just get good. Try again next time. <laughs> But Insomniac is always like, no, no, you gotta go. You know, you can keep doing. It's like when I played fucking Call of what was it? Fucking Call of Juarez or something? The yeah, cartel yeah, or something yeah. ridiculous? It. He's like, no, we gotta, we gotta do it. We gotta do it. We're just roasting him. He's gonna listen to this and be like, look here, you little. Ah, uh, he fucking, he fucking loves it. He fucking loves it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun, though. God, that game. It was else. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, that was nice. That'll be the last time we play together. Yeah, Dan, because you never fucking tell us when you're online, you piece of shit. Oh, dear. God. <laughs> you guys should, uh, we should, we should get that game on PC or something. We should play that again. It would be, it would be fun. That'd be a fun I journey think it's to, on... play, to play that oh, game. Jamo could play yeah, it with I us, th- right? I think it's on the Switch, isn't it? I think we played it on the Game Pass. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's oh, on the Game Pass. There you go, I can join it on Game Pass. Pass then. If it's on Game Pass, I can play it. Here we go, Ben. Hey! Ben. Get yourself an Xbox, mate. Well, no. Nah. Series S, look. Well, that's okay. We get nah. to play games with Ben like once in a it's millennia. Cross, cross <laughs> network as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never tells us what he's online, you piece of shit. That's that's a you. Steam will take that. <laughs> Is that he's little, just that like, little blue thing nah. that says online? I don't want to talk to oh, wait, people. You guys online. suck. 
That's, That's why fair. It'll, I like that. It'll take me away from Monster Hunter Rise. I can have a different addiction. Yeah. It's so much fun. Like the controls, like like I uh <laughs> I started like dancing and uh just there's all kinds of funny things you can do. Like you can grab onto each other, so we would often just like mess with each other just to piss one another <laughs> off. Is that how you do these? Like run around in a circle holding on to each other. <laughs> You can also be a dog. Can you? Oh, well, there you go. Turn out yeah. <laughs> There you go. You can. <laughs> How many players <laughs> so can you have fun. in the game? I think it's oh, well, eight. then we should... Yeah, if if it's cross-platform, we should all get on it at the same time. Is it cross-platform? Uh, no. If it's... Yes. I think I think I think so. Like Xbox One players can play with Xbox Series players. Yeah, let's make plans to do it and then never do it. I don't it. know if I don't know if PC players can. I'm yeah. not sure. Rip. Anyway, that game's on the game. Yeah, pass, we should so we should do that. We should do like time. a massive. Yeah, it's saying it is. Oh no, oh, no, no! If you, you have kids, I feel like it's it safe enough for kids. Yeah, to play. it doesn't support cross-platform between PC and Xbox at this time. But let's watch, watch this, this space. space. Yeah, Watch it. There we go. We'll get on that. Nice. There's also the uh, new Among Us map and Destiny 2 Guardian games. Those are two things worth mentioning that are going on right now. They are, and Warlocks won't ever win the Guardian games because no. they're massively underpowered. No. Bungie. Listen to me. They're not listening. They're going, oh, well, uh, they're going, oh, is that that person from that podcast that Universal listened to and now we don't like them because they play music? That's what they're going, <laughs> yes. That's why they don't listen anymore. Blacklisted. Yeah. Okay, so Sam, what's your song for the month? My song for the month is Ghost in Your Stereo by The Midnight. Nice. And if you'd like to uh, go and uh, throw that a listen... As I've said three Just times. Just go to the fucking Spotify playlist. That's what you can say. <laughs> you have to drag it out, do you? God, Ben's ready to go. If you'd really <laughs> like to <laughs> listen to, go. to that. The hostility. Right. Of, uh, Ben's just, Ben's just become, like, just go, he's <laughs> off the rails. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening. And thank you for joining <laughs> me, my friends. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Yeah. Why is it like we all start the podcast or we like really, you know, upbeat and then by the time it ends, you're Two and a half hours in. I, I think, <laughs> I, I, think I know me. where the cut point was when you brought Eurovision into it again. That's it. It's Eurovision. Do you know what, again. Jamo, That's fucking it. Every time. Was, I was <laughs> yeah, ready to go. Every time. It was all going well with Football Manager, but then he, he ruined it with Eurovision. Yeah, yeah I was sort of sticking with him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, thank you so much, my friends. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Bye bye. See See you. Bye.